All right, welcome to episode six of Teed Up with Connor and Patrick. We have very special guest on the show today, Caitlin Clark. If you, available. If you're an Iowa fan, you don't know who that is. You're you're kind of you're you're living under a rock. You got you you need to get it figured out. Turn on the TV. Um, and she's dominating girls basketball, taking it over. Just if you haven't tuned in yet, you got to tune in. Caitlin, thanks for joining us. How, yeah, how are you doing? For what, me on. Biggest on? honor of my life right here. Yeah, you're hilarious. Double double last night. Let's let's go. <laughs> oh boy, Patrick. <laughs> we don't need to get into it. Well, okay, let's let's hit on your win last night. So I want to we I texted you about this, the but it was on Sports Center, like the highlights were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Northwestern, it was tied, right? And then the clock stopped at like 3.9 seconds, right? And then yeah. you said the refs blew the whistle. Yeah. So we had the ball, I think the shot clock was at obviously 30. And then I think the game clock was 32, 31, maybe. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much of a difference. So obviously we're going to wait for the last shot. And I missed the layup, ran a little set action. I, I missed it a little short. But then obviously they got the rebound and um, they had a fast break, but we kind of stopped running because we heard the ref blow the whistle. So the, obviously that triggered the clock to stop because they wear a pack on their on their back. So it obviously was an inverted whistle. And um, but they kept running because you couldn't really hear. I didn't know if their coach was trying to call a timeout and advance it because we obviously we have that rule. You guys don't. But um, I like that rule. I don't know how you guys feel about it. But um, yeah, I don't know if they're trying to advance the ball or what, but uh, they ended up getting down there. But the clock had stopped. They made the layup. So. Um, they ended up looking at it and they said it, it was expired. So then we went to overtime and ended up winning, but yeah, that, that was a nerve wracking point, but I thought they made the right call and you know, things like that happened. So I had to play five more minutes fine by me. Being, being able to advance the ball like that is such like, I mean, it's huge. Like it's yeah. a huge, I mean, with time, I mean, and, and like the NBA does it. So like you can steal all of their ATOs or, you know, mm-hmm. the, all of their late game action, whether, you know, they, the NBA guys run the best yeah. stuff. Like I'll just, I'll just watch end late game and like take videos of it. And, uh, but yeah, I, I wish would... we could do that. Like you guys do it. And I mean, everybody takes advantage of it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Don't you guys think it's, they're going to add it to your game fairly soon. I mean, you yeah, hope it's better than just think. throwing it over there and then trying to catch it. A lot of teams just run to place to just try to throw it in front of the bench and then catch yeah. it and they can do it. Right. I mean, I like it. Obviously you have to have a timeout to do it. So timeouts are very, um, important at the end of the game so we, we like to save most of ours but um, yeah. yeah it was kind of a weird situation one of those situations where their coach I mean you can either let him play and try to score and get a shot off before we got back where you can call a timeout and advance the ball but um, I don't think he was trying to call a timeout I think it was just an end of a whistle and um, obviously that tr- triggered the clock to stop wait does the ball have to be dead for you to advance it or uh, so like, no. Well, like if you, you get a ball, and... yeah, you can't dribble. So okay. you just got to rebound and call timeout right away. Okay. So like, say you get the rebound. Does like coach Bluter tell you like you or Monica or whoever gets it, like don't dribble because I yeah, don't timeout. dribble. Just call timeout, which we ended up doing quite a bit in fourth in the fourth quarter, just get the rebound and call timeout. So then we could just advance it right away because we knew they were going to foul. So then we can inbound by our bench. Right. You don't have to tell Monica not to dribble. Inbound. On the- what? You don't have to tell Monica not to dribble. She's not no, dribbling anyway. She knows. She knows. She's like, Fuck it. Yeah, she doesn't, doesn't need to dribble to score thirty points. She doesn't. She could. She's like Clay Thompson. Like yeah. thirty points, no dribbles. No, that's just a whole lot of shot fakes. I mean, she's unstoppable, and she doesn't even need to dribble. So unguardable. She's unreal. 
did Caitlin, I was looking at the box on the ESPN. It, sometimes it, it tweaks, but did Monica shoot a three against Penn State? I don't or did it just say so. that? No, she probably okay. wishes she did. She keeps asking Coach Bluter if she can get one in the game, but <laughs> no, I think that would be her dream come true. But no, it must have it must have been messed up. Coach Bluter, let her. She scores every time on the block. Yeah. Let her do something else. No. That's what Sometimes I said. Monica will come in the our, our shooting drills at the end of the practice, and she kind of knocked him down. It's, she, it's that little right. short corner shot that she got, and a little foul, foul yeah. line jumper, like or just walk, automatic. Walk, it's walk, it's walk, like a walk, layup. Yeah. She literally never missed. I've never seen. I've never seen her miss like a fifteen footer. Never. never. No. I mean, she racks up my this for me. I just pass it to Monica. She does the work. Yeah. She literally like, and I mean, she's. I was talking to her about it in the training room, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get Coach Bluter to let me shoot one on senior." And I'm like, Monica, you averaged twenty and ten. Like, I'm sure Coach Bluter wouldn't be pissed if you just shot a three. Oh, she's, no. she's, she's not gonna, gonna yank her. Like, no, no. But we're definitely gonna have to run something for her to get a get a three off. Do you she think they would go out and guard her? What? Do you think they would go out like and guard her? Like I feel like they might just let her no. shoot real three. They will definitely just let her shoot it. Yeah, I don't think people. I mean, she's never shot one in her whole career, so I don't see why people would try to guard her out there. Gotta uh, let it go. Gotta let it fly at some. That's point. on you. You gotta set her up. That's on you. Just run like a pick and pop. I, I tell her to shoot it all the time when we're up on teams. I'm like, just let it fly. Let's go. What are they gonna say? <laughs> She's not gonna right, like you that. can't tell me like in that Minnesota game the other day, like Monica oh, got that's so funny. Game. She literally brought that up in one of the huddles. She's like, Now's my time. I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> now's my time. It's funny. I mean, she's a great like she's clearly a great shooter. So I think eventually she might just like start shooting them one day and like we'll be like, Wow, like okay. Oh, yeah, she's, she's like, like I gotta get on the gun this summer. I gotta get on the gun. <laughs> if she can shoot threes too, like that, I mean. Because she's only – she's a junior. No, she's a – She's a senior, she's a senior, senior COVID with COVID year. Yeah. She gotcha. hasn't decided yet, but we'll see. Obviously, she can if she wants, and um, I wouldn't mind having her back. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be pissed. I want to shout out Hames Homes really quick before we continue on. Um, Hames Homes, our sponsor, thanking them. Um, they provide – beauty and comfort in homes in Cedar Rapids, Iowa city all around. Uh, so just wanted to get that, get that in there, but let's, uh, let's, let's hit on family a little bit. Um, you grew up with, you know, brothers. Uh, we, we know that your your family, very close knit, um, very sport oriented. Like your brother you know, plays football at Iowa state. Um, yeah. you know, just talk about that. Like what that experience was like, like growing up in, the, in that type of environment with brothers. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, I think I've heard you say before, like, you kind of always like followed them around, like you wanted to be playing with them and involved yeah. around the neighborhood and whatever they're doing. So how, what yeah. was that like for you? Yeah, obviously growing up with two brothers and being in the middle, like I always just wanted to do whatever they were doing, especially my older brother, just because, you know, he played every sport there was. And that's really like all I knew. I just wanted to be like him. And there was also a lot of boys in the neighborhood that I always wanted to tag along with. And they honestly just picked on me the entire time. So I had to kind of learn how to hold my own. I'm sure, Patrick, you're in the same boat. I'm sure Connor beat on you all the time. Nobody but, picks on me. <laughs> I'm sure. But, <laughs> but no, I he. I mean, obviously, he's playing at Iowa State now. So, I mean, just growing up, I wanted to do everything he did. I went to his practices on, like, Saturdays. I always went to his tournaments on the weekends and, and tagged along. So, it's, like, really all I knew. Um, but he, he never took it easy on me. And I think that kind of made me who I am is, like, I just had to learn how to hold my own. 
Um, and I, and I grew up playing basketball with the boys for quite a while. So, um, I kind of know how, I mean, I was just kind of more advanced, more skilled. So that's like, my parents just threw me in there with the boys and I kind of learned how to hold my own. And I give that a lot of credit for who I am, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you see, like, I feel like you see that a lot, like the really good girls, a lot of them do play with boys. Like mm-hmm. you, you've heard, I mean, I've heard a bunch of stories of that. Like we, that, like, I mean, at West, like we used to have some of the girls play in our open gyms. Like if we didn't, like Logan played with us and she now is yeah. one of your teammates. Like it, it's definitely, I mean, you would say it helped you, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, boys are just bigger, stronger, faster in every aspect. So, I mean, it definitely, I feel like it made me more skilled uh, just because I wasn't, as strong as them as fast as them so um and like even during high school I would go in and play like three on three with some of the Dallin boys basketball players um just because you know that's good competition and, and it challenged me so debate yeah. upon whether or not they're good competition but keep going <laughs> <laughs> whatever Patrick but unless it's unless it's in goalie that's my guy in goalie uh, but other than it that, was good, <laughs> yeah no I mean they were more all just football players more than anything Yes, just a that bunch is of football true. players that were playing basketball, but no, I mean, anytime, like, I think that honestly, even when I played soccer, I played with the boys for a while. So, I mean, it was really just all I knew. And then once I switched to girls, I played up a couple ages. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Two best Dowling boys basketball players, Sam and goalie and Ben Sheridan. <laughs> ben Sheridan. Ben Sheridan. The GOAT. We got to give him our a managers. shout out. Shout out Ben. Shout out Ben Sheridan. Shout out Ben Sheridan. One of our managers. He's awesome. I love Ben Sheridan. But I will have to say the women's basketball managers did beat the men's basketball managers. So not very hard to do. (laughs) Our managers have heart, but they they lack size. Yeah. They need they need C to play with them bad. Like manager games. Like they need Courtney Aldridge on their team, like in the worst way. How many of your managers? How many of your managers practice with you guys? basically all especially over christmas break when our our blue squad doesn't come we they're basically all in there but like uh like some of them played like d2 ball and then just ended up giving it up and, and came here and then there are managers now so like or they're really good in high school one of the two like they usually are pretty good basketball players because they do have to play us basically every day so yeah well, i've seen like i've seen like the ads you know that the that you guys post like hey looking for you know looking for practice players oh yeah we actually usually have quite a few that come and they're actually pretty good um, where can yeah, i sign up patrick i think you should where can Maybe i sign could. up should I talk? i'll talk to bluter yeah i'm not sure what you say about that but i want to guard i want to guard monica, monica i don't <laughs> would get, monica would get buckets on you guys i don't want to guard monica <laughs> yeah. yeah she posts up hard talk about a motor monica has uh, a motor. yeah no, she never stops. I think that's what makes her so good is she does her work so early and she never stops posting up. Um, but I mean, I mean, she's just solid, whether it's pick and roll, posting up on the block um, in transition. I mean, she's got it all. I think she's one of the most underrated posts in the country, no doubt. I think she started getting more and more attention. I think people are starting uh, to notice her more, but I don't think she gets enough attention um, for the type of numbers she puts up. I mean, she's got to be averaging, what, 20 plus and probably over seven rebounds a game, I would think, and shooting almost probably 70% from the field. I mean, that that's pretty incredible. I think she's almost like 90% on free throws as well. So, yeah. Does she well, lead the nation in goal percentage? Yeah, she, she did last year. I think she's top two, top three at least, if not number one right now. But 
I would assume she'll probably finish number one again. She just can't foul. As long as she, because sometimes she has dumb fouls, but other than that, like she just has to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten's obviously physical, so it's hard, but yeah. No, yeah. Underrated player on your guys' team, and me and Joe Toussaint's personal favorite has been since freshman year, McKenna Warnock. No doubt. Absolutely. Bucket. Definitely the most, one of the most underrated players in the Big Ten by far. 100%. 100%. Like, dude, she is so good. Yeah, she's an X factor. I mean, she's an automatic bucket from the three point. She's shooting over fifty percent from three on the air. She actually doesn't miss. I've never seen her miss. And she get she's probably about like nine rebounds a game. She yeah. does so many things that people don't notice. Um, I mean, definitely the X factor, and definitely one of the most underrated players in the big. Uh, I don't think she gets enough credit e- either. But I mean, she's she doesn't miss much either. Yeah. The Hezzy driving right is lethal. Yes. That's, Lethal. that's the move. Or the trail three. Trail yes. three as well. She likes spin moves. She, lo- yeah. she likes spin moves too. Yeah, she does. No, definitely. I mean, you guys are very well, very well-rounded. This, and I mean, that's mm-hmm. your win streak right now. How many of you won in a row now? Is that seven or eight? Seven. Yeah, seven in a row. Seven. That's but good. you have a, you got, don't you have a pretty tough schedule coming up? Like you kind yeah. of. Yeah, our February will be tough. We'll go Ohio State, who's ranked right now. They just lost to Michigan though. So we, we have them at home. Um, but they're really good, two really good scorers. Um, and then we go to Wisconsin, and then we play Michigan, I believe, and then we play Maryland, and then we still have an Indiana game to make up at home, and then we go to Indiana, and then we play Michigan again. So we're going to be playing basically the top of the conference the rest of the way. But, you know, I'm glad we're on a win streak right now, and, um, I mean, just keep it rolling, really. That's fun though. That's fun. Yeah, like that's what that's you want to play. Like, yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, even if you lose a couple, like playing those games, like you won't, you won't get any better without playing teams like that for when tournament time comes around. Absolutely, so yeah. yeah. And I think the Big Ten uh, championship, the tournament, will be pretty crazy too, just because our our league is deep. Um, I mean, Northwestern beat us, and I think they're sitting at eighth in the conference. Nebraska gave us two really good games. Uh, I mean, you just can't take a night off in the Big Ten, like as you guys know. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just tough. No, everyone, everyone is really good for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to go back to something you said a little bit earlier, or I guess something we all know your brother plays at Iowa state. You obviously play here. What's that? Like, what's that family dynamic? Like, like what's that yeah. rivalry? What is it football wise? Like, are you an Iowa state football fan? Like, is he an Iowa women's basketball fan and Iowa, Iowa state or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how is yeah. that, what's that dynamic like? It's good. I would say more than anything, we're just big fans of each other. Um, obviously, we don't get to a ton of each other's stuff just because our seasons kind of overlap a lot. But, you know, a game, one or two games a season. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is just like seeing each other live out their dream of playing college sports. And like, that's so cool. And our parents get to go to all our games. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny how it worked out because growing up, we weren't really like diehard Iowa state or diehard Iowa, which most people in the state of Iowa, like really are like diehard one, one or the other. And um, so it's kind of funny, like we really weren't either. And now one of us goes to each school. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny how it worked out in that way. Yeah, no, for sure. Did it, what were you fans of any particular team or not really? It was just kind of like, you just liked watching. Like we were fans of Iowa and Iowa state. Like we would always watch the games, we'd go to games, but like growing up, I would go to a ton of Drake basketball games just because it's like in Des Moines. Like that's 15 minutes from our house. Like it was just close to go to like our, our dad and mom would always take us to those just because 
it was close. Like they had pretty good basketball. Women's basketball was good there. Still is like, I don't know. Those were just exciting games. So more than anything, I probably went to the most Drake basketball games more than I when I was state. Yeah. Okay. Growing up playing for the all Iowa attack. I want to, I want to hit on the, the, the powerhouse. powerhouse that is the all Iowa attack girls basketball program. They, yeah. I swear you guys win nationals like every year, like yeah. Dixon Jensen, um was he is he always the coach of the older girl like or is he uh, yeah he usually yeah. coaches the top team like the oldest top nike team because obviously we're on the uibl circuit yeah. so yeah we were pretty good when we were there my so, the uibl is always loaded with the best talent but obviously like i feel like when i was younger there wasn't like the adidas stuff or like the under armor like that's kind of newer i feel like um but no like we were super good we won it once when i was there and then we were runner up twice, maybe, mm-hmm. I think, or at least final four once. But like we were always in the final four. I think we went to the championship game three times when I was there. So, and I, I mean, like you're playing the best teams, like teams from Cali, teams from Texas. Like, I mean, it's just good competition, but nobody wanted to play us because we could all shoot. That's what they would always say <laughs> shooter, shooter, shooter. But no, we were good. We had a lot of talent. Um, obviously, the Jones sisters, like, we were just loaded oh, with people. <laughs> The Joan sisters. Joan sisters. I'm trying to think who else we had. Grace Berg. She plays at Drake now. Um, girls that go to Maya McDermott, you and I. Cable Lobby, you and I. Like, we just had really good players. We could all shoot. That's why nobody wanted to play us because we would just stretch out all the tall six eight girls and we'd just knock them down and beat everybody. Yeah. It's one way to go. For those who don't know, the EYBL is is the elite youth basketball league, and that's Nike's league that yeah. they like. Nike has a has a basketball league for AAU, and then Adidas has one, um, yeah. and Under Armour has one, and there's all these different circuits. So, and then they all recruit and try to get the best players to play on their circuit. So, like the EYBL has traditionally been. I mean, I don't know if it's been the best. It's always debatable, but it's, yeah. I would say in girls, I mean, it's probably. For girls, it definitely is. I feel like for boys, it's a little more balanced for sure. Yeah. Like, Patrick, your year when you played with D1, I mean, you had four pros in your starting lineup. Yeah. And Who's on your team? Uh, so we had, like, we had Tyrell Terry, who oh, yeah. got drafted by the Mavericks. We had Zeke, who's on the Nuggets. We had Matthew Hurd, who led the ACC in scoring, went to Duke. He's in the G League. We had Tyler Wall, who's at Wisconsin. Jamison Battle, who's Minnesota's leading scorer. Um, Robert Jones plays at Iowa State. Uh, guy named Japana plays at uh, Green Bay. You might know Japana. He's from Des Moines. Yeah. Kellogg, then, right? Um, what's up? Kellogg, right? Yeah, he's from Ames. Not really Des Moines, but he's from – yeah. And then um, our last guy had to, like, medically retire, but he was at Nebraska on We We were nice. And we played like the Compton Magic team oh, with yeah. the Mobleys and like Johnny Juzang and uh, Onyeko Kongwu. So like that's another four guys that are gonna play. That's in a hell of a team. That was the game, Caitlin. I go. I we're in New York City, and I'm like we're at his tournament. They're playing, you know, right. I think it was in Brooklyn, and it's the starting lineups are it's Patrick, Matt Hurt, Tyrell. Uh, Tyler Wall and Zeke Najee versus Evan and Isaiah Mobley, Johnny Juzang, Onyeka Kungwu. So uh, the 
Oh, Onyeka Okungu plays for the Hawks now. He's like the starting center. Evan Mobley is going to be the rookie of the year in the NBA. Isaiah Mobley is USC's best player. And Johnny Juzang is UCLA's best player. That's and that was the championship game of nations. It's and their really starting point guard was the point guard at uh, Oregon State last year when they won the or like went to the Elite Eight. He was their starting point guard. Dang, that's crazy. Wait, He's like the leading scorer in the history of the state of California. Yeah, that's Adidas. Yeah. Yeah, it was Adidas. And then like so Compton Magic beat Team Takeover like a week later. And Team Takeover was the best Nike team. They they ran through the EYBL and they Team were like undefeated. Was good for girls too. They're really yeah. good. Played them a couple times in the championship. They were undefeated. So then they played in Vegas like two weeks after we had played. And so because so we ended up losing in double overtime. It was it was like it was a really good game. And they um and then so then, then they played takeover to like see who was like the best team and Compton won. So Adidas was the best circuit, I have to say. Whatever. Is there Caitlin, is there a spot where like the best girls kind of traditionally come from? Like is there like an area like the DMV, like you said, team takeover is really good. Like is there yeah is there a spot DMV like that, like New York good. City, LA? Uh I feel like Texas always has a lot of good girls. Obviously they sci fair, um, their UIBL. Oh no, I mean, I'm gonna say Iowa. We produce <laughs> we produce some good players. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Midwest, yeah. I mean, Paige, Minnesota, me. I mean, the Jones sisters at Iowa State, all the players at UNI. I mean, I, I just think there's a lot of talent out of the Midwest that's sometimes overlooked. I'm trying to think. Colorado Premier was really good when we were there. Addie, a freshman on our team, played for Colorado Premier. They have the best player in high school right now, Lauren Betts. I played, Addie. Yes, Addie. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I, I played with her on Team USA, but she's going to Stanford. She's really good. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Missouri Phenom usually is pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I'm going to say the Midwest because it's one farm. Yeah. No, for sure. You got to say. You got to shout out. Yeah, you have to shout out the Midwest. All right, you just, you just, you just brought it up. Team USA. The trials – uh, you know, the, yeah. tri- or the, the tryouts, I should say, for the, for the team this past year, um, that entire experience uh, going, o- like going overseas and what was, you know, what was the one of the heights of the pandemic? You know, yeah. you, you were over there. What, give, me, give me the rundown. Yeah. I mean, obviously weird with COVID, but um, anytime you get to play for Team USA, it's obviously super fun. I know, Patrick, you did some, some stuff too, so you kind of know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, anytime you get to play and go overseas and travel, obviously it's super long. I think I was gone like three and a half weeks, which, you know, it's a long time being away, not only because we're here in the summer, like working out and stuff. So it's hard kind of being away from your team. But um, I mean, going to Hungary and Thailand and Spain, like that's hard to turn down and not do. Um, And you get to play with other other players around the country, like girl from Oregon, um, the girl that's going to go to Stanford. Like you're just playing with the best players and you're going to learn from different coaches. Um, the UCLA coach was our head coach and um, two really good assistants as well. So it's just kind of cool and different perspective, perspectives that you get to see and learn from. And I played off the ball a lot, which is kind of different for me because here I, I literally have the ball in my hands all the time and I run the one. But, uh, you know, that was kind of cool and interesting and a kind of a different side for me to do, um, which I kind of enjoyed not having to bring it up as much. You could say Talk you about that energy. What? Go ahead, Connor. 
I just said it's, it, you can save energy a little bit. When you yeah, you can. Just jogging down on the side. <laughs> Did you like playing off the ball more or do you, would you rather have the ball? Yeah, I, I kind of liked it. I would rather obviously be a one. Like that's just what I am and what I've done my whole life. But it was kind of interesting, like learning how to use screens more off the ball because I really just – I'm used to like a lot of pick and roll action, but, you know, some stuff off the ball, a lot of staggers and things like that. But – not as much as I had to do with Team USA, which which was kind of cool and different, like just using staggered screens, cutting harder, just having to do things to be able to get the ball back in my hands because I didn't start with it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of just different. Fair. No, yeah. Definitely is very different than just having the ball in your hands the whole yeah. game. What was your favorite what was your favorite place that you went out of you said you went Hungary, Thailand, Spain, right? Yeah, I we also went to Japan before we went to Thailand a couple of years ago. I would definitely say Japan. It was just like, I don't know. The country was so cool. Like everything was so clean. I, I just thought it was like, we had a couple scrimmages there versus there. It would have been U19 team. Yeah. At the time, which was, which was really fun. So it was just, it's just cool seeing other cultures and other areas of the world. Um, you know, an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. So um, really fortunate. It's always, it's always fun wearing USA. Yeah. Have you guys gone on a foreign trip yet? No, we'll we'll go on ours. Our, my senior going into my senior year. So they went on one right before I got here. So it'll be going into my senior year. Yeah, we need our. We've been supposed to have gone on one, but yeah. obviously COVID is kind of. We went on my freshman year, and Patrick, we were Patrick. You came. We were roommates. I, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were roommates. We were. We were roommates. It was, and it was so fun. Like, I mean, you're gonna love it when you guys yeah, find that. No, I'm excited, but. Ours kind of happened at the perfect time. Like we didn't have to push it back because of all this COVID. So they went like right before COVID happened. And now we just don't really have to worry about it until a couple more years still. Yeah. Do you know where you're going yet? Like, did they even have it? Do they have it picked up? I think out? they've decided, honestly. Obviously, we have a little more yeah. time. But I don't know. Coach Wooder's always like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know. But I want to go to Greece. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Greece. I mean, they're like wherever we go is gonna be super nice and fun, so it doesn't really matter to me. Like, you should go to bad. you should go to Lake Como. Literally. I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. We, Patrick, how sick was Lake Como? It was. It was. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. I think they went there not the last time. Last time they went to Spain, then the time before that they did Italy and Lake Como and all that. So, let's see. Like, go to the go to Bellagio. I mean, it, it is. It's crazy. I mean, we went, we hit, we hit Germany because we had Dom at the time. He was from Germany. So like, if we had, like, if Jelly's on the team still, what, like, if Jelly's on the team, when we go, like, I don't know when we're going to go. So like, you know, maybe, maybe they just keep putting it off. Uh, yeah. But as long as Jelly's on the team, like, I think we're going to go to England if we do oh, go, yeah. but like, if we don't go for another four years, then obviously that might change. Um, Cause yeah. he'll be gone. He'll be graduated and whatever. So we hit, we hit Germany. Um, we hit Switzerland, which was awesome too. Everything in Switzerland was so expensive. So oh, really? yeah, Switzerland was expensive. And then Italy, the Italy part, you, how long were you gone for? How long was that? So long. It was like two weeks. You're going to go overseas. It can't be short. So exactly. Yeah. It takes like three days to get used to the, to get used to like longer than that usually yeah like a week i never got used to it i'd be up I, at like 5 a.m wired <laughs> yeah 
I'd stay up till five so I could talk to people in the U.S. <laughs> That's like something you would do. <laughs> I'd stay up till like five, six a.m. so I could talk. I could call my friends and talk to people. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Want to shout out Hames Homes again? Hames Homes provides beauty and comfort in homes all around this area. So shout out to them. We'll be right back. Welcome back to episode six of Teed Up. We are here with Caitlin Clark and my less important co-host, Connor McCaffrey. Uh, Caitlin, so we covered a lot of stuff. We kind of skipped over this on the timeline. Uh, your recruiting process, you were recruited by pretty much everybody. Like, I don't think there was a school that didn't recruit you. Um, just kind of talk about what that was like, how stressful it was, and you know all those sorts of things. Yeah, I think getting recruited, obviously, by a lot of different schools. I was, like, super cool at first, but then when it gets down to, like, actually making this decision and, like, having to choose is kind of hard and um, stressful and a lot for a kid that's, like, still in high school, doesn't want to know what they want to study, doesn't know really where they want to go, what they want to do after basketball is over. So um, I visited a lot of places. I visited Oregon, Oregon State, Texas, and, like, I think visiting places far away kind of made me realize like I wanted to stay close to home and like that ended up canceling a lot of places out for me just because I knew I wanted to be close, like be around my family, be somewhere where they could come to my games. I could go home on weekends. Um, so, I mean, that kind of narrowed it down for me. And um, I, I ended up just choosing Iowa. just thought it was like a perfect fit. Obviously Kathleen Doyle leaving and going to the WNBA. Like I could see myself just kind of falling into that point guard spot. Um, and obviously like I didn't, I ended up not wanting to go to like a blue blood. I, I was kind of more attracted to the idea of like going somewhere that's like proven, but, but hasn't really been there. Um, in the recent past, obviously I was been to the final four, but, but not since coach Bluter's here, they've been to the lead eight a lot and sweet 16 quite a few times, but you know, that's our goal. That's where we want to get back to. And, you know, I always just love talking to coach Bluter on the phone and whenever I came on my visits, I just loved it. And I love the girls and, you know, I think I made the right decision now that I'm here. Yeah. did was coach bluter like the main recruiter for you or how did that work was it coach jensen like what yeah it was, it was mostly you? coach jay um and then coach bluter as well it was basically them too and um coach jay would come and see me a lot at dallin obviously it's only like two hour drive for her both of them would come and see me quite a bit so um you know they're always just super supportive of me and they weren't like overdoing it in the recruiting process either like trying to call me and text me all the time which I really appreciated. Like, I didn't want to be bombarded. Like I still went to school um, all day and had other things to do with my life. Like I was still a high school kid. So um, yeah, but it was basically them too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, do you, I feel like for the most part, we've done a really good job at getting like the best Iowa girls. Like what? Oh yeah, what you, for sure. What do you think? Yeah we definitely recruit the best in Iowa. And I think even like at all Iowa attack, I feel like we get so many girls from all Iowa attack, but that's where the best play. So um, it makes, it makes sense. But yeah, I think obviously going after the ones in your home state is pretty important and getting them to come here, stay home. Um, yeah. I mean, we have, my recruiting class was really good. The one below us. And um, now the next one coming in is pretty good as well. Um, two from the state of Iowa and then one from Nebraska. So um, I'm excited about them as well. Have you, okay, this is kind of off topic, but I've heard about this girl from Iowa who's like six, like she's like six, four. Yeah. It, what it, it, what's her name? Audie Crooks. Yes. I yeah. saw a mixtape of her. Yeah. She's, 
she's really good yeah she's is she I, i've only i don't know like i don't know anything give me the rundown no I, she plays at bishop garrigan it's like a smaller school now i don't know if they're like 1a or 2a i'm not sure maybe three no it's got to be two, 1a or 2a so it's like smaller school basketball but um you know she plays with a pretty good aau team i think i'm not sure exactly who she plays for but i mean she dominates aau too and she plays versus the best in the country so i mean she's pretty good but i mean we want her to be a hawkeye and um yeah i mean if you're six four and, and you're pretty solid on the block everybody in the country is going to want you that's just how it is and uh, she's she getting recruited by everyone yeah basically I, i'm pretty sure it's just about everybody I think most teams in the Big Ten, quite a few in the Big Twelve. I'm I'm pretty sure, maybe a couple of SEC as well. But I know most people want her. She's she's pretty good. Yeah, no, for sure. I just Iowa. I, this is what I'm saying. Iowa is producing great talent. Can't overlook it. No, Hardy right. Brooks is backing up your claim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she is. No, you're right. You got You have to shout out Iowa. You have to. Um, all right, let's get into. A little bit of the the massive love that you received last year, like over tournament time and just throughout the entire season, like yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant, like Sue Bird, Megan Rapino. Like, what what is that? I mean, have you like did you talk to any of them personally? Like, what how what is that like? Like, that's got to be insane. Like, yeah, kind of experiencing that. Travis yeah, Scott. Think, yeah. What do you say? I said Travis Scott. Oh yeah, that that one was wild. That's like one of the last people I'd expect to say yeah, something. That one came out of left field. <laughs> left field. That was pretty cool though. Everybody says like, oh my gosh, you're on Travis Scott's story. And I'm like, oh, you're joking. But no. Um, it was just super cool. I think especially like the professional athletes, like, I mean, those are people I've watched growing up. So it's like, oh my gosh. Um, and a lot of it happened around March Madness, especially after we beat Kentucky by like 30, I think it was in the, in the round of 32 to go to the sweet 16. Um, I mean, it, it was just cool. It was like, almost like a moment, like, oh my gosh. Um, obviously Katie was, was awesome. And, you know, he's, he's posted a couple things about me, which is, which is pretty cool. He's my favorite NBA player, uh, best in the NBA. I don't know if you guys would argue that, but what do you think? I mean, he's I definitely, he's definitely one of the best, like you can't argue. I think he's the best scorer to ever touch a basketball. Okay, I agree there for sure. No doubt. I still think LeBron's a better – maybe not – maybe it's debatable now, but I think LeBron has had a better career. But I think Katie's the best pure scorer to ever touch a basketball, ever. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like the best player in the NBA changes, like, every week. That's what I would say. Yeah. Because, like, this year it's been so balanced. Like, whether it's Katie, then it's, like – then Giannis has, like, a ridiculous week, and then Jokic – has like a 50 point triple double and then Embiid goes on a stretch Embiid of a month. has been hooping yeah, Embiid's like hooping right and then Steph like gets like he hits 14 threes in a game so I just I don't know that that's where I'm like is it like is he he's probably is the best player yeah but how do you compare yeah, that's true. yeah but definitely my favorite but yeah I mean that that stretch there was kind of cool and I mean obviously that run we went on and ended up playing UConn in the sweet 16 and I know everybody loved that um, but, you know, that's just good for the women's game. Everybody was excited. Everybody tuned in. We were on ABC. So, um, yeah, I mean, nothing you can complain about. And that was just super fun way to end the season. Obviously, we wish we would have won. But um, it was, it, we played pretty solid and ended up kind of giving up a few too many in the fourth for sure. Yeah, that was a hell of a game. We watched. Yeah, it was so fun to watch. We watched. That was a good yeah. game. I don't think we played to the best of our ability. But, obviously, UConn, pretty talented. And we knew we were going to have to be at our best. And. Um, you know, 
it is what it is. That's just kind of how March Madness works, but um, it was fun. But hopefully this year we get to play March Madness in front of fans. I think that would be a little better. That's that would help. In uh, like they used to have regional games here. Yeah, it'll be back to that this year. If you're top, be yeah, home. if you're if you're a top four seed, you'll you'll host first and second round. So um, that's pretty important. That's where we want to be. Um, you get to host your first two games, and obviously home court advantage goes a long way, especially in the postseason. So um, Carver so. will be rocking. Yes, we got to get it's there. Such an advantage. Like it's so crazy how much of an advantage that is. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of coaches kind of liked the neutral court um, environment. And I, there was more upsets last year, so I don't know if they'll eventually end up changing that or what. But you know, it worked. To, it worked in our in our favor, so I'm not going to complain. Last year, we needed it, Carver, so I can get on the refs. I love getting on the refs at your guys's games. I scream <laughs> at them. If Patrick tried to sit courtside one game and he got kicked out, they kicked me out. <laughs> They were like you. It was like me, TP, Joe T, and Jelly, and they were like, "Do you guys have tickets?" And we were like, "No, nobody's sitting down here." They're like, "You guys need tickets?" And we're like, "Okay." And we just we left. We all left because we were just mad. You guys were up like a hundred. It was like one of the early games, but like there was nobody sitting there, so I didn't understand. So we went and tried to sit there at halftime, and it was this whole big deal. This guy was like freaking out about it, and went and got a supervisor. It was it was, it was nuts. That's funny. Yeah. Caitlin, you're lucky that I didn't get to sit there the whole game. And so was the the other team because I would have, oh, I would have gotten on them. Oh, it would have been bad. You guys at our Iowa State last Iowa State game last year, you guys were wild because nobody else was in there exactly. other than you guys. And you were going crazy. That's when we had that 18 point comeback or the second. That was nuts. I was about to leave. You guys were getting smacked. Yeah. That, that game was wild. And you started hooping, and we were imagine losing. If people, if, imagine if Carver was full of that game. Imagine what that would have been like. You guys probably never would have even gotten down that much if Carver was full. You would have smacked That's him true. from the you know, it would have been, It was so fun. Yeah. I have so much fun at your guys' games. Yeah. And that's yeah. another thing I've noticed about your program, and you could probably speak on this too. Like, you got – like, I feel like a lot of, like, college programs, like – boys and girls it's like oh like band of brothers like same thing for you guys it's like I feel like you guys though like really live it like you guys have so much fun and obviously yeah. I see more than like the average fan just because I see you guys like at Carver every day in the weight yeah. room in the training room or whatever but like you guys have fun man like it, it, yeah. like, it, like like you guys have so much fun so you want to like touch on that a little bit yeah yeah I think for sure I think that just kind of speaks to the culture that that coach Blitter's kind of instilled and you know I don't think every team is like best friends outside of basketball but we are like we choose to go home and like hang out with each other like that's just what we do and I know you guys are the same way like uh, it's it's like those are your best friends and you step on the court court with them you compete but at the end of the day like you're gonna go home and no matter what happened like those are just your best friends but you know we have a lot of fun obviously basketball is just a game and you want to win but um I mean we make it a lot of fun and I mean if it if you weren't having fun and you were losing I don't I don't know that would be too fun with me but um, yeah, you guys see it every day. I mean, that's just our culture. That's just what Coach Bluter preaches all the time, and um, they make it easy for sure. I like everybody on my team except Joe Toussaint. I, I hate Joe Toussaint. <laughs> I hate him, but I like everybody else. Everybody else really cool. Joe can't speak for himself right now. That's not fair. No, he can't, and, and that's that's better for us because I, I, I hate that guy. 
Hopefully he hears this. He won't because he'll have no idea that we even re- released this podcast. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> he's my least favorite on our team, and it's not close. Oh, my. Like, you just, okay, we're moving on from that. We're moving on from coaching. <laughs> but really quick, like one or two more questions. Coach, you talk about the, the culture that Coach Bluter built. What was it? Her 800th win, correct? Yeah, 800. She's I mean, top 12 all time. Yeah. That's crazy. So obviously playing for one of the best, one of the best coaches, um, you know, ever, what, what, what's that like? I mean, what's, what's practice like? How is it intense? Like, does she get on you guys? Like in-game atmosphere? I feel like we see more, but uh, you know, she's obviously very, very nice off the court as, as as every coach is, but you know, does she get on you? Like what, what's that, what's that culture that she's built that atmosphere that you guys have uh, come to be so good in? Yeah, she definitely holds us accountable and gets on us, but that's just what makes her so great. That's why she's won so many games and any coach is going to be like that. But um, I've always said she's a player's coach. Like we run a different offense than we than they ran when Megan was here. Um, no matter who's on her team, she's going to mold the offense, mold the defense around them so they can be successful. And, you know, that's just something I appreciate about her. Um, but yeah, I like to think I, we keep her young. We try to We try to keep her in the loop, make her have a little fun. Um, you know, I mean, she's funny. I love her to death and we have a pretty good relationship, but, um, you know, she loves to win more than anybody, probably more than me. And I I really love to win and she's so competitive. And I mean, she's the goat, one of the best all time. And I think that that gets overlooked. Sometimes people don't really realize how many wins 800 is like, that's, that's a long time. That's, that's a ridiculous amount of wins. And, um, hopefully we get to 900. I mean, that would be pretty crazy as well. Um, maybe she'll be a, a thousand win coach. Who knows? We'll have to see. She can get to a thousand. Yeah, she can. She Depends can get how long. Yeah. How I mean, many more years would that need to be? We'll say she wins an average of like what? 20. 20. So, I don't know. That's that's still quite a few more years. 10 more years. Would be 10 yeah. for the math majors in here. Both of you. I said 10 more years, dude. <laughs> took a little I long. Say, I said quite a few. That probably ended up being more than 10. Thank you, Connor. What? I said I said that'd probably be a, quite a few years. It ended up being probably more than ten, I would think. I don't know. Depends. It depends. They need more Caitlin Clark's. We won twenty games last year. We were twenty and ten. We could have probably been better than that, though. And you guys didn't play a ton of non-conference games because of COVID. No, we only played three and three in state rivals. The vid. Yeah. The vid got him. I've seen you talk about keeping Coach Bluter young. I've seen some of you guys' TikToks. I mean, yeah, no, we try to get her on the TikToks. I don't make them. I don't make the TikToks for everybody. Can we, I do. Hold on. Can we talk about your gritty? <laughs> oh God. The coaches are doing the gritty now. We taught it to them. You should not be teaching anybody the gritty. That's what. How, we're, that's our next TikTok. You're going to be seeing a line of us and the coaches doing the gritty. <laughs> You better repost it, share it. Are we pretty good at it? I don't want to repost and share it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> so, so I definitely don't want to repost it and share it. I don't want to watch it. Your snap story is literally called like gritty Caitlin or gritty. gritty the gritty queen. The gritty queen. Yeah, but we got the coaches on that now. So maybe you guys will have to come to a practice. They'll do it for you. We taught it to them. 
No, I, I'm good. I'm I'm really good on that. Um, I'm busy during all of your guys' practices doing anything else uh, besides watching your coaches gritty. <laughs> so nobody on your team makes TikToks. Jelly, Jelly, and Jordan. Oh yeah, Jelly does. Yeah. Kylie loves TikTok. Sydney loves TikTok. Our coach Bluter was asking me the other day if she should get TikTok. I was like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> she should. She yeah. should. It's not a door you want to open if you're Coach Bluter. There, like, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok that I wish I just didn't see. So, I, <laughs> plus, it just is like addicting. You can spend so much time on there. No, absolutely, hundred well, percent. Yeah. Patrick's a hater. That's what it comes down to. Patrick's a hater. He's always Ow. been. Yeah. So, so oh. she's good at the gritty, kind of. You're saying she's good at the gritty. No, Patrick, that's not what I'm saying. Right now. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying I want to see. Like, I would. I wouldn't reject seeing like the rest of them do it just for I actually um, have seen coach Reyna do the gritty and she killed it I saw a video one time coach Reyna coach Reyna can dance no coach yeah she killed the gritty she did but like whenever, coach Jay, I don't know if the gritty whenever we're doing a TikTok we always get her in it because she just takes it up a, a few notches yeah shout out coach Reyna honestly she's the goat one of the best she's she, able to counteract your your bad dancing with her good dancing so then it ends up evening out I've seen some TikTok from Kate what Kate's TikToks, oh, Kate, yeah, Kate's, TikToks, Kate's dance yeah. moves. I'm gonna say no on those. I'm gonna say you guys no. Probably care about dancers as well. So I get oh, a lot of satire from Kate. I've seen Kate's TikToks. I get a lot of satire from those. Like I feel like she's just kind of like she's not really being serious. Oh no. So Kate's let's calm down on the Kate hate. I, I like Kate. Me and Kate oh. go to the casino. Kate's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> no, Kate, I just saw I saw one of them dancing like it was like a farm dance that she was trying to do and it was yeah I don't know. I think you guys need to make a men's basketball TikTok to back all this up because you're <laughs> acting like you're the best dancers right now. Oh no, trust me, we are not good. Like I'm not a good dancer either. Like I mean, I'm not like I'm not gonna say I'm brutal, but I'm not good. You know who can dance is Tony. Tony's Tony Perkins can dance. Tony's yeah. a good dancer. Tommy's, and he Tommy's loves it. Tommy's the best dancer on our team for sure. Tommy's Tommy and team. Tony. We need a Tommy versus Tony dance battle. All right. Halftime of one of the games. We should. That's make that the halftime happen. show. Yeah, we definitely need to make that happen. No <laughs> doubt. All right, let's get to the draft. Let's get All to right. the draft that I will definitely win. We are drafting this week. We're doing sports moments that you wish you could have witnessed in person. Okay. So any sport, any time period, you name it. If you were actually there and like you think like, oh, like I was there. No, that doesn't count. You have one that you wish you could have been at. Yeah. So Caitlin, you get the first pick. We each get five. We each get five. So you'll go first. Then Patrick, then I'll get two, then like we'll snake it. So then Patrick will, and then you'll get two, until we each have five. So it is on. It is on you. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with first pick. There's a lot of. I'm gonna go with Enrique's back-to-back Final Four buzzer beaters. Great pick. Great pick. That's. that's I'm going that. That I remember watching that. Such a vivid memory. I was screaming at the TV. That was wild. That that is a great pick. Can't argue that pick. All right. My first pick is going to be 2016 game seven. LeBron blocks Iguodala. 
Yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, that was like the most fun I've had watching a basketball game in, in my life. So I, I would say that, that one, 2016. We came back from 3-1, beat the 73 win, Warriors. Yeah, King James. Connor wanted that one. That really? Good. What 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 led you to that conclusion? I wanted that one really bad. Really bad. All right. All right. I'm going. My first pick, I'm gonna go Kobe's final no! game. No, yeah, that's a great one. That's my Kobe's that's last my game. Kobe's last game. That that's was mine. One. Next one for sure. Yeah, I'll what? take that. Kobe's last game. Just obviously, can't say enough about it. Um, and then for my second pick, I'm going Derek Jeter's last game walk off. In Yankee Stadium, base hit through the right side, celebration. He goes out to shortstop, takes his hat off, takes his helmet off. The entire Yankee Stadium's going crazy. Derek Jeter, last game, second pick. It's a great pick. Um, I got a couple ways I could go here. Some are serious, some are not. Um, I can't. I think I don't think anyone's gonna pick my non-serious one, so I'll save that. But um, so I would say for my next pick, the the North Carolina versus Villanova college basketball championship game with uh, Chris Jenkins and Marcus Page when they hit like the back to back game winners. Yeah, yeah. I would say that one would have been would have been pretty, pretty cool. cool. So I'll say that one. It's a good pick. Can't argue it. Oof, I'm gonna Caitlin, go. Caitlin, you got two. I got two. Yeah. I'm going to go Tiger Woods 2019 Masters win. Ooh. Phenomenal pick. Ooh, okay. So, I mean, had it won the Masters in what? How many years? Quite a few. Um, so I got that one. I, I debated that with Phil Mickelson's last major win. What was that? Was that the British Open? Or it was one or, of them. He I has like one Tigers. whatever. And then he goes and wins whatever. But I was debating those two. But I, I picked Tigers. One of the yeah. Masters. Um, and then I'm going to go Ray Allen, corner three. Woo! Great pick. Great pick. Yeah. yeah. That, is that was game pick. six, wasn't it? Yes. To send it to game seven. That's what I'm no, going right. Hell of a pick. I was Back to me? Oh, yeah. MJ's flu game. Okay. Yeah. MJ's flu game. Historically great game. Uh, the guy was throwing up, had some bad pizza. Said it on the last dance. MJ's flu game. Fair, fair. Can we pick fiction? No, we're not picking fiction. This is all real life. Yeah. I want. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick Rocky versus Apollo, but we'll we'll leave that out. No, you can't pick that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want it. All right. I'm gonna go with this next pick. I'm gonna stick baseball. I'm gonna go. My favorite team, Phillies, 2008 World Series. We win the whole thing, the celebration at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, that's a good I'm going, one. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with the Pills, for sure. That is that's my pick. And then for my next one, I honestly am not sure. I, I wasn't sure where to go with this. And so, like when we decided the draft topic. I like came up with this in my head 
but has since lost it has since lost a little bit of steam. But I want to go Eagles versus Tom Brady, Super Bowl, Philly special, Nick Foles. The Eagles take down Tom. And I don't know if he's retired or not. I, they've been saying he is. And then, then I saw wow. something that he hasn't made a decision. Like, what, what's going no. on? I don't know. I just saw that, too. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I think he's going to retire, but I'm kind of sad people are saying it all without him giving yeah. confirmation. Like, I just feel bad for him. No, yeah, exactly. For sure. But, yeah, so I'm taking Eagles, Philly special, Super Bowl champs over Tom Brady. All right. Back to all you. right. My next pick. Absolute steal in the for my fourth pick, by the way. You guys are going to be upset that you didn't pick this. April 15th, 1947, Jackie Robinson breaks the color barrier. That was a good one. That is a good one. <sighs> yeah, I feel like that would have been really cool to see. Yeah, no I should No doubt. Google's an incredible thing. <laughs> <laughs> must be <laughs> you're just all right. googling it all not at all I, my first three picks were not from google that one was i i i, I googled important sporting events that was number six <laughs> all right caitlin go ahead you have two two or one you got two and this is your last two i'm pretty sure oh i got a few options We'll okay, have a we'll my, have like an honorable mention after. For my fourth, uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs versus Bills. That would have been that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, if I was there, that would have been pretty fun. Obviously, I mean, what? How many minutes? How many minutes was that? Like two and a half, three touched. Two touchdowns and a field goal, three to four touchdowns and a field goal, whatever it was. That would have been crazy to be at. So I'm going Chiefs versus Bills. And then I'm going with my fifth pick, Lynn Sanity, New York Knicks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is that is the pick right there. Lynn Which one? Sanity. Like the 38.1 against the Lakers in the garden. Yeah, for sure. But that whole that whole span was was incredible. But unbelievable. Yeah. Lynn Sanity, I'm going with. What a pick. That's a great pick. Yeah. All right. My last pick. Malice at the Palace. <laughs> yes. Malice. Malice at the Palace. Ron Artest punching people. I, I, Steven Jackson in the stands. Everybody's suspended. Beer thrown everywhere. People getting punched. I, I, I was in for that. that. That was my type of game. Uh, Malice at the Palace. <laughs> That's a yeah. That's a good pick. I, I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go with my last pick being the Mouse at the Palace Part Two. Isaiah Stewart versus LeBron. <laughs> Isaiah Stewart takes on the entire Laker and Detroit Pistons team. That was amazing. He did, like, he did try to that. go one on everyone. He tried to kill everyone. Like that's. I think I'm going to take that as my last pick. I'm taking – I mean, he – I just – what like, being able to see that in person. And it was a good game, too, by the way. Like, came down to the wire. Yeah. Like, I think Luca probably could have got me some good seats. Like, I would have been 
I would have been yeah. there. Like, I need it, bro. I needed to be there for that one. I need <laughs> to. I actually don't know who won this draft in all seriousness. I mean, I put together a pretty good draft. Oh. I think the color barrier, I think Jackie Robinson puts me over the top. It's a good pick. But it was, there was a lot of good picks from everybody. The I Kobe had some game. solid picks. No, Lynn Sanity was an amazing pick. That was an amazing pick, yeah. I will say. That's my fifth pick, too. All right, we got to do honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Let's see, what, what do you have? Clay Thompson, 37-point quarter, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Miracle on Ice, I feel like, deserves a well, mention. The When Auburn beat Alabama, they ran back the field that goal that was true. short, 20 game. I remember that so vividly. That was crazy. This this is the first draft that I haven't done any research for, and it really came back to bite me. Yeah, you the thought fact you were going to The game didn't get picked. The what? I almost picked that, but I picked the Malice at the Palace instead. How does the Miracle game not get picked? We're sleeping. I wanted the Malice at the Palace. Yeah. OBJ's catch you could have picked. There's yeah. so many moments just in the history of sports. It would be really hard to have a bad pick. That's true. That's true. We didn't say any boxing picks. Like I, I almost Moore. picked um, Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman, like the, the, the big one. The Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah, the Rumble in the Jungle. I almost picked that. I, I didn't. I would have wanted to see, or I guess I still can, but Serena Williams in a Grand Slam final. I feel like that would be pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen Braun play in person. I haven't either. I would have. I have. It's, it's incredible. He wouldn't have. I've really? watched thousands upon thousands of games of his, and I've never seen him play in person. So, like, that's got to be – that's got to be up there for me. I swear to God, there was, like, an aura around him the one time I was there. Like, it's like an aura. Like, it's like, holy, it's LeBron. Yeah. Kaylin, another good one – game – Game six or five, game five or six. I don't think this isn't the game when Clay had the 37 point quarter. I don't think when they were playing the Thunder, or was this the one when he had the 37 point quarter when he, he just takes over Warriors versus Thunder? And then 37 points the in the regular season. Yeah, yeah no, 37 points regular season. You're right. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm talking playoffs game. I can't remember. I think it was game six, Warriors Thunder. And the Warriors are down, like down like 20. And they come back on like because of Clay. And this is before this is Warriors yeah, pre-KD. I mean, this is what got KD to the Warriors was this right, game. Right. Because the Thunder were up like big. And K- Clay just went off. Step back threes behind screen. I always forget it would KD play at the Warriors with like that's crazy. Clay, KD, Steph. Who else do they have? Draymond, Marcus Cousins. Harrison Barnes with them at the time, too? Not – Harrison Barnes didn't play with KD. Oh, he didn't? No, but he was with them for – and then, I mean, Iggy? Yeah. All that, all that just to beat LeBron. Okay. All that just to uh, – all that just to lose to LeBron as well, just for the record. No, LeBron never beat them with KD. What I'm talking about he beat – LeBron beat 73 and 9. Yeah. 
But they, KD wasn't 73 and 9. But KD, right, but KD lost to the Raptors. Yeah, he tore they his Achilles, though. Yeah, they were hurt. No, he was hurt. It, hey, I'm not – obviously, I know they were hurt. But I'm saying that team – like, that team lost to the Raptors. Shout out that boy Kawhi. Oh, yeah, you could have put Kawhi's shot on there. That would have been a great pick. Versus Sixers. You could, I, I thought about that. The atmosphere in Toronto, I bet, was electric. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could have done, like, we definitely could have done a Derrick Rose, like, return to Chicago game or, like, a game winner of his, something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's a lot of, like, very famous, like, it It really doesn't matter. Like, we could pick, like, Magic versus Bird. Yeah. Something like that. If you could go on for hours. No, we could continue. Yeah, we could just keep going on this. Um, but anyway, very good draft. That is all we got. Caitlin, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. This would be a great a great episode. Excited to excited to hear the final product. Thank you. Yeah, Patrick. thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. Appreciate it. For sure. Hopefully it wasn't hopefully it wasn't too boring for you. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't horrible. Pretty quick. <laughs> it was good. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Want to shout out Hames Homes one more time. Hames Homes provides beauty and comfort in eastern Iowa. Caitlin, good luck the rest of the season. You know, we'll be we'll be tuned in. Good luck. Uh, you guys play Monday, right? Yes, we do. Ohio right. State. Both you guys do too, right? Penn yeah, State? Yeah, we play Monday. Yes, sir. Monday, big day for the both of us. Hey, you guys just played them. It's weird. Two dubs. Let's go. We need college. Get back on the get back on the W track and you guys keep it going. You guys yep. keep it going. All right. Thank you, Caitlin. Appreciate it. Patrick, see you in a little bit. Yep. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.